0: Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs, and culture of different countries?
1: Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview?
0: Let's find out together.
1: Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Moostak
2: Welcome
3: back, dear listeners. This is the Cultural Program, and today we are going to talk about music. And that's why in the studio we have Sonia today. Hi. And Serena.
1: Hello. We have to specify that not just music in general, but specifically classical music.
3: Classical music, yes. Which is
1: also not very clear what does it mean. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
3: The idea actually came to us a couple of weeks ago because we recorded a program, me and Sonia, and experienced the words on Russians, what they think about Italians, And then at the end of the program, we just started talking and talking. And Sonia showed me some of her music. And then we talked for about one hour about how we perceive classical music and what classical music really is. And so we got the idea of a cultural program about classical music.
1: Yes, I find myself a little bit in the position of an expert now. Yes. (laughs) But I, I don't want to show off but probably i will have to sorry yeah we are <laughs> ignorance mean, let's face that just to ignorance. just to tell you that i don't take facts from somewhere i don't know from the ceiling as we say in russian i graduated from the university with a diploma of bachelor in arts and humanities and my major was music
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and I also have some history with uh, playing the piano, I mean some some
3: history, yes some history. <laughs> we also and watched your concert with yeah. Adam, like last month, yeah two months ago, two months ago two months ago twenty seventh
1: of
0: September, yeah, yes, we have proofs, I would say,
1: so yeah, it's not like I just came here to brag <laughs> to brag and tell some yes <laughs> yes, <BS, laughs> <but BS? laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, I know something and I want people to know and I want people to be more open towards classical music mm-hmm. because I believe that many believe that it's something complicated, mm-hmm. something not understandable, something too far and only for some fancy people, I don't know. Yes. But look at me, I'm not fancy at all.
3: Well, yeah. when it comes to music, you are fancy.
1: You can be as fancy as I am. Do you, well, <laughs> do you want to know At how? the end of this program, maybe. <laughs>
3: let's, let's see. But for starters, maybe we should give a definition of
1: yeah, classical and music. try to understand what it means, because I'm pretty sure that I will have something to add to your definition. I'm sorry that I doubt <laughs>
3: it. Yeah, don't worry. It's a, it's a Wikipedia definition, so oh, you know, uh, it lacks something. For sure. <laughs> probably. So, what is classical music? Classical music is a very general term which normally refers to the standard music of countries in the Western world. It is a music that has been composed by musicians who are trained in the art of writing music or composing and written down in music notation so that other musicians can play it.
1: And that's the Wikipedia definition of classical music. I understand it and it's it's right. But probably you do not understand because, for example, you cannot compare it with Eastern tradition. Mm -hmm. Or, for example, if you do not know how pop music is composed... Mm -hmm. probably for you this means nothing it is a definition by comparison Mm -hmm. yeah but i want to add that in a narrow sense classical music means the period of music in the 18th century beginning of 19th century also known as the viennese school Mm. and it was formed by three famous composers haydn Mm -hmm. mozart and beethoven okay And sometimes Schubert is also added, but usually Schubert is considered to be a romantic composer. But yes, so it's a narrow sense. When the school of classical, you know, music was founded, Mm -hmm. I mean, not as an institution, but as a movement. In a wide sense classical music is everything that we can hear in opera and philharmony, everything that can be printed as a sheet music everything that can be performed by others and it is important that you mention training it is yeah, composed is, by yeah. training train, train, yeah. yeah in order to compose music you have to know the rules yes, of composition exactly. yeah. yeah in the russian language we use the term academic music Mm-hmm. which doesn't exist in English. Mm, no. Yeah, But it's more clear because it attributes all the music that is created in mm-hmm. academy, in the school, with the rules. And then, yes, it is a better definition.
3: So how would you put it? What is classical music? For you, at
1: least. It's difficult to explain. I also want to talk about classical music in comparison with popular music. Well, yes, I think we cannot omit the fact that classical music has to be more or less unique. I mean... For example, if Tchaikovsky has written this melody, this melody cannot appear in some other piece Mm -hmm. or it will be considered a reference to Tchaikovsky's. uh, Okay. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. just an example. Mm -hmm. When we talk about pop music, musicians usually use the sequence of three simple chords Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. resolve in each other. I mean, yes, good piece of classical music should contain some moderation some changes in the Mm -hmm. scale so it should develop
0: yeah it's also longer
1: right depends on the piece it depends on the piece because for example if we talk about baroque pieces Mm -hmm. you can find some place that last less than a minute when performed wow yeah,
3: it's like a punk rock song, <laughs> like a <laughs> two minutes long piece. That was that about. Oh, I not know really.
1: Baroque was the era of not serious stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. They were really so posh and like. Mm-hmm. They really liked to show off And the music as well, it was very descriptive It was not that serious music As we actually think about mm-hmm. when we say classical music In fact, classical music doesn't have to be serious And probably that's not the characteristic That we should mention when we talk about classical music And I wanted to prove that it doesn't have to be serious And as a proof, I wanted to put a piece of A French composer of Baroque era Marin Marais And I'm sorry if I mispronounce It is a piece from... His five old French dances, first published in 1717. Mm -hmm. And this particular is the Le Basque, it's a Basque dance.
0: it reminds me about something more ancient, like medieval time. I don't know why. I have some example. Of course, I don't know names or whatever, but I listened in the past some medieval music, and they are kind of similar in somehow. Maybe because of the instrument used. Yeah, mm-hmm. it,
1: it was performed by James Galway, a very famous and brilliant flutist, and he plays the modern flute traverse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the sound yeah that he makes it's more like you know yeah because in baroque time they still used instrument from that were more similar to mm-hmm. medieval mm-hmm. instruments I
0: can recognize uh,
1: something similarities mm. see, see? see? Mm, we are good. not that ignorant though. yeah actually <laughs> that, that's what I wanted to prove but you know it, it's funny before we went to record the program we were in the office and Sasha was listening with the headphones on the very loud volume uh, I she was
3: there then I couldn't understand who was that with the music
1: yeah and she was listening to some Russian punk like, rah, rah. that is serious music you know that music that wants to show I worth something this music come on <laughs> <laughs> Marine Mare <Marais> or whatever <laughs> how we pronounce in English what have you been feeling when you were listening to it?
3: that it's a summer day on a field and people are just having a lunch break from harvesting so there is someone playing the flute and everyone is happy tired but happy because the harvesting is going well it's a good day it's sunny it's warm outside and everyone is together that's what I felt, actually. I don't know what that piece about,
0: but that's what I felt. It's just a dance. It's just a dance.
3: It's just a dance. It shouldn't
0: be about, you yeah. <laughs> know. I agree. And also, I think that the sound, I mean, I'm referring to the instrument, it, it's very sweet, at least for me. But I agree with this image of happiness and bucolic image of happy people eating all together, dancing maybe, I don't know, yes, but something really happy and really joyful, and more than happy.
3: Because sometimes when people listen to classical music, or they pretend to listen to classical music, they concentrate a lot in the music itself, like how is it composed, the instruments that are used, what the composer was feeling when he was writing, but... Very few people concentrate on what they actually feel when they listen to music in general and classical music in particular. So I just wanted to ask: Is classical music all about understanding or all about feeling?
1: No, come on, it's not math.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well <laughs> I it's not. In really it hope it so. It's not astrophysics about mm-hmm. understanding. You know, of course, music is an art. Yes, it has this complicated language and it's cool if you can understand the language, but if you cannot, it doesn't mean that the door is locked for you, the door to the world of classical music. Believe me, it's absolutely normal if you feel when listening to some piece of music that you want to dance, mm-hmm. then you feel this like now that we've been listening to this piece, you felt this joy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. absolutely, yes. I- it's not like you come to philharmonic and you have to be super serious. No smile. No, music is for joy. It's mm-hmm. not for suffering. Wow. <laughs> uh, and we can wrap it up here, the program, I think. <laughs> thank you, Sonia. <laughs> no, because when we think about pop music, I mean, l- rock music, for example. Yes, and I want to say that pop music has its history as well, but it started more or less in the 19th century when like, the middle class started to grow yeah. more or less in the west and they had their demand for music but they couldn't afford and also because of the lack of education they couldn't afford to go to a classical hall to listen to the music they would want their understandable music right and this music it has pop music rock music they have their own traditions of course But when you listen, like, yeah, there's so much suffering there. Sometimes, (laughs) like, yes, the one, the pieces that Sasha was listening, or Rammstein, for example. Oh, wow. It's just the whole pain of the world in this piece. But uh, classical music doesn't have to be like this. And yes, of course, sometimes it's very deep. And really often we can hear some pain that composer was trying to put into the music. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, Tchaikovsky, he was a very sensitive person. And with a lot of pain. And he was trying to put this pain into music. But still, it doesn't put you into some depressive Mm -hmm, mood. mm -hmm. No, usually, that's actually my source. Listening to some pieces of my favorite composer, Gustav Mahler, who wasn't like such a bright and optimistic person (laughs) in general. It's my sort of getting out of sadness, Mm -hmm, I'd mm -hmm. say.
0: I think that just for what you said, that's why now... It's not so common, like for pop music, to listen to classical music because maybe emotions and also feeling that we want to catch from music now change it. I think it's also related to the way we listen to music now because let's say that society now is more, how to say, fast. Mm -hmm. We want to catch everything as fast as possible. And I think that pop music is easier to catch than classical music I mean pop music doesn't take so much time to be I don't want to say understood but try to understand my point like it's more direct instead classical music needs at least for me to be listening like you have mm-hmm. to stay there and to listen to really enjoy the moment because it's different but there is also another difference that is basically pop music could disappear easily, like the artist can appear and disappear easily. Classical music stays even though time goes on. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but it's related for me to the way we are used to listen to music now, like without any attention, we are too much distracted. For example, yes, we had images in our mind no, with this music. But because we are here and we are involved in this topic, but it's not so common for people in general to stay and to listen, to try to feel something. Mm-hmm. Because we are used to catch soon something from music. We don't have this education to listen to mm-hmm. something. I don't know if I yeah. could explain.
1: It's good that you have mentioned education because it, that's what I've been thinking about when you were talking. <laughs> I mean, I was listening to you as well. <laughs> yes, I believe that uh, Actually, school doesn't pay enough attention to this aspect. Again, my source, my way, my method to deal with some bad times is listening to classical music. I was lucky because I went to music school. And I believe that if children are taught how to listen to it, if we have this course, for example, in middle school, In high school, in primary school. Because we had some music lessons, but we were just singing some Soviet songs, even though it's not the Soviet Union anymore. My favorite was, by the way, the anthem of Russian Federation. But it's beautiful. The music is wonderful.
0: I think we have... A kind of educa- musical education uh. in, a, in our middle school. Yeah, we
3: do have musical education in middle school uh. for three years, but the thing is that they don't teach us anything. We yeah. play like the flute, we yes. know how yes. the, the notes go. And, and
1: Happy birthday. And and happy birthday, yeah. But I believe that it's because of lack of teachers' training. Yeah, as that's well. for sure. Yes, yeah. and also, this also comes to the fact that classical music is kind of a closed system. Because of the complexity of the language, but you don't have to know the language in order to understand it. I mean, that's really like that. Music is the language that everybody can understand. Yes, everybody can understand even without knowing how to you know how to use it. Mm-hmm. right? You don't yeah. know how to write the note, but you can hear it. I really would like, but no not
3: no no, it's like a different language. as well I was talking with Adam at the end of September before he went home. About this, and I told him that I really appreciate people who understand music, like musician in general, the ones who can, you know, write music because it's like they know another language, and with this language they can go all over the world, and everybody could quite understand them yeah. in a way. Well, it's like English. Yeah, it's a somehow to communicate all, all
1: over them. Western world. Right? Yeah. yeah. But Mm -hmm. anyway, in China now, they have a lot of virtuosi because that's another thing, you know, Chinese people, they like classical music, but in a way that they are competitive in it. They want to play faster, louder, and, you know, they want to reach... because Chinese people, yes. Yeah, that's just the culture. I mean, I don't think they can really understand the concept, but you are not Chinese people. I hope you are not listening to us. (laughs) Uh, But I want to prove that you actually, even if you do not have any education, you can understand a good performance because... Well, when we talk about music, we actually also have to talk about classical music, also have to talk about performance, because this is very important. Unlike pop Mm -hmm. music, I mean, yes, it is important that Adele takes all her pitches in Mm -hmm. the right way. But when a composer writes a piece of music, he has one idea. Yes. And when the performer takes it, he has to read the idea of the composer or he has to add something new you know there is one movement historically informed performance when they are trying to revive the way the composer was writing the music i want to show you the performance of florence foster jenkins do you know her no oh, she was a um, quote-to-quote really fo- famous singer in uh, last uh, century in new york she was dreaming with becoming a singer and she believed that she is uh, very talented and you tell me if it's a good performance or not
0: to translate in english (laughs) when i when i hurt myself you know little finger in the Uh. bed table in the morning when you hurt yourself i'm like this (laughs) (laughs) you can say (laughs) it (laughs) all the same (laughs) i don't know um she doesn't seem so good with her voice but maybe i don't know she was a good person
1: Uh, that was actually a famous uh, aria of Queen of the Night from uh, The Magic Flute by Mozart, if you haven't recognized. Okay, can we hear the... Normal the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Normal now people. Now Not curious. normal people, but I mean... Normal performance. <laughs> no, they find it. Yeah. The proper
0: one.
3: I know about this thing because they actually shoot a movie about her two
1: yeah, years Street.
3: ago with Hugh Grant, I think. Hugh Grant okay, and yeah. Meryl Streep, but also Ooh. there is another yeah. movie about okay.
1: her. Okay.
3: I didn't see it, but I... I'm mean, going to, yeah. yeah. We are it's,
0: going to watch Yeah, we are you know, going to. You
1: know, the fight is... That, yeah, I mean, I like, I love the movie also because I love Meryl Streep. But the fight is that you feel so pity for her, for this woman, because she wanted so much, something that she couldn't have. She wanted to be loved as well. So... But uh, whatever, I mean, she was a wor- the worst singer probably <laughs> of the world. <laughs> so mm, you now you see that you can.
0: And just a question about her. So why this woman is uh, how to say celebrating a movie? Because this? it's something so specific. Because she, her story is like I mean, imagine be famous for being
1: the worst, but she believed that she's the best. But why she couldn't? She didn't have a perfect beach.
0: So she didn't she have she any beach, beach. <laughs> probably. <laughs>
1: I mean, you don't have to have a perfect pitch, actually, to be a musician, mm-hmm.
0: but... Other people believed that she was good? No, 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 of
1: course. Everybody saw that she's a failure. But, but
0: they wanted to give her hope
1: did. or something no, like they that? No, because she they was super, super rich. Yeah.
0: Ah. Yeah maybe she had kind of influence on the people. No, just they wanted. She, she could buy them. Yeah, wow. they didn't okay. want to
3: disappoint her because uh, she had money. Ah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> That's okay, like Okay,
1: but I'm going to. Yeah, watch yeah we have movie. to watch the movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm now. Yeah, uh, let's listen to the normal.
3: dogs are are scared by this peach.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe we should
0: uh, try it on the dogs. Now now I have a huge desire to go to the theater. Yeah, really. we
1: should go to the theater. <laughs> Actually, I have to confess that I didn't love opera until I was 18, maybe.
3: How many times in your life have you been to the theater for opera or, for opera. or ballet or just a concert?
1: I cannot count. It's a lot.
0: I can count. Ah, okay. <laughs> three? <laughs> three. I have been there, yeah, maybe or twice or three times, I don't remember. I,
3: I've been Three times actually, one was uh, Cavalleria Rusticana. Me too.
1: The second uh, one, it's uh, um, <laughs> I think in Russian, yeah, but it's a, a Italian realism opera, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But
1: have you seen the uh, P- 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 Payacci? Yeah, P- Paj- I, I
0: Mascani. saw Mascagni,
1: Mascagni, and yeah, Payacci yeah, is yeah, R- Luigi C- L- C- Cavallo. C-
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I saw both in the same day. Yeah, because oh, they usually wow.
1: are shown together, uh, yeah, yeah. They, those uh, short operas that are shown mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. I have never seen uh, in a um, theatre.
3: And then I saw, mm-hmm. how is it in English, mm-hmm. Barbero, oh. de Sevilla. *Barbero de Sevilla,
1: *Barbero de Sevilla,
3: Miguel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our Miguel. <laughs> Our Miguel, yeah. Uh, that one, and then I saw uh, a concert, but I don't remember which concert was that. I just remember there was this, it's not a tambourine, no. it's a tambour big.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> were big <laughs> uh, but anyway so yes I don't remember which concert was that but it was so gentle and calm yeah timpano yes that and then these classmates of mine he just decided that he wanted to sleep but then the timpani came and he was suddenly (laughs) awake and that was very funny to watch
0: now the only problem I could have with opera Mm -hmm. it's to understand the words so you basically you need the paper to to read yeah Yeah. and I can appreciate I mean the voice for example what you just showed Showed us. I really like this one, but you need to read to follow the story. Mm-hmm. Even if you already know, because maybe you studied at school, but you need something um, at the moment.
1: Do you know how it's called? The um, plot? A libretto. Yes, mm-hmm. of course, it's an Italian word. I mean, you should read it, and yes, they should give as a program and the program. Mm-hmm. They should give the yeah. libretto, and then you read, and it's okay.
3: Yeah, but in uh, the theater in Cagliari, the one I, I went to, they had the libretto showed in a big screen yes, as well uh, but on the on the stage. You. Could read and at the same time
1: uh, watch the show. Yeah, and well, once you start watching, then you just find something that you have already heard, or uh, then you can hear something new. I mean, when you watch, for example, the same opera in different theaters, mm-hmm. but oh. you also don't have to go to theater because you can watch it uh, online.
0: The yeah. experience could be, of course, different, mm. I
1: think. Yeah, I mean, if you are tired, you can just stop and go away. Mm-hmm. In theater, would be not so nice mm-hmm. to go away. Yeah, of course. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but uh, about librettos and about opera, the one you just uh, made us listen was in German. Yes. But we know that there are also Russian composers, Italian composers, French composers. Which language is the biggest language in opera?
1: Wow, I can think of operas in all the languages mm-hmm. now. So it's difficult for me to say I mean Russian composers have written a lot of operas as well.
3: But in Russians? Yeah. In Russian? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, in Russian. Mm-hmm. Sometimes operas are translated. Yeah? Yeah, as well. Mm. But do you know the answer?
2: No.
3: no That's I
1: why I'm asking you. No, I think it, there are Russian, Germans. German, French, Italian and also English. Also English, yeah. but
3: Her Majesty's English or that place over the ocean English. No, no. Mm-hmm. Her Majesty's, Her Majesty's mm-hmm. English, okay. Her yeah. Her Majesty. But it's <laughs> more, English. it's more, it's
1: more of 20th century.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. But those are two different things. I mean, music and libretto, right?
1: So yes, yes. Libretto is just a plot; it's text.
3: Mm-hmm. Which one do you write first, libretto or music?
1: Uh, I think libretto. Yeah. Of course, I think so. I don't know. I mean, I've never gone to a professional music school,
0: mm-hmm. but I
1: believe it would be more. Mm-hmm. I I mean, if you have libretto, uh, not
0: logical. Yes, if you mm -hmm. have
1: libretto, I mean, you cannot write a full music and then okay, and now I have to write it into words. Mm -hmm. Probably, you have to have a plot first, and then some turns in the plot to
0: Mm -hmm. describe
1: them in the music.
0: Well, I think that happened the same with normal songs, like common songs. I mean, I don't think it's always like this because you can have an idea of music and then you can start to think about text. But I think it's more common to have a text and then to feel which kind of music, which kind of melody, sorry, you can link to to the words.
1: Yeah, but I believe it's easier with pop music. If you have already a melody, if you have uh, music, you can, I mean, it works uh, backwards. as well. Academic composers, they also have some sometimes melodies that they want to use in the opera, probably, yes. Why not? Mm -hmm. But I think the huge opera is a huge. It's I don't know how to say it in English. Huge form, large form, probably. Mm. But I want to show you that music can be really descriptive.
2: Mm. It's not from opera.
1: It's from ballet Mm -hmm. by Tchaikovsky, Mm -hmm. The Nutcracker. Mm -hmm. I just want to show you that music can speak the language that you can understand without knowing. You can see as well as we've seen these dances before with Mare. Now we're going to listen to Tchaikovsky. And you will tell me what country, what culture he was trying to show mm. okay through music yeah through oh. these um, okay. pieces
3: I feel Get like here. Middle East, Turkey, Persia, Iran, all those countries there.
0: I'm sorry, no. Mm, no. Not for me. Not at all. It's called Arabian Dance. Yes, Middle yeah, East, I yes. I won. Nothing, but <laughs> I won. I, I just feel so powerful. No, I didn't, be, actually like I didn't feel I'm uh, um, I was taking my time.
1: Is it
3: Austrian, Hungarian, something?
1: No, it's Russian dance. (laughs) It's
3: Russian? Yeah. yeah, Oh, wow. But
1: probably, yeah, Tchaikovsky was a little bit uh, inspired by Brahms, Hungarian dances, I don't know. I can catch this uh, as well mm-hmm. as you. It's called Tripak,
0: it's the traditional Russian dance.
3: The one that you dance with your legs and Everywhere, yes. All I, oh, should. Okay, yeah.
0: I should improve my knowledge in, about Russia because the only thing I know it's about Rasputin, Anastasia, and Dimitri. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember
1: Rasputin, <laughs> him. So maybe. You'll <laughs> remember him, yes. I yes. Study. <laughs> Okay, the last two so from Shilkunchik.
0: I mean, okay, I can give you a shape. I, I, I,
1: I can give you um during this time, the eastern part of the Asian part of the world <laughs> was becoming more popular. I mean, it, more and more artists and composers were interested in the, you know, Arabic, as uh-huh. what you, we already mentioned, and also something else. Japan, and Chinese, yeah, but almost, mm-hmm. yes, it's a, it's a Chinese it's dance, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, still you can hear something, some decorations, you know, Orientalism. Yeah,
3: but it's not properly like
0: Iranian Iraq, Middle I'm East. I'm so sorry, I'm so bad in this game. No, you're no, not No, no, it's Tchaikovsky's
1: yeah. Chik- fault. <laughs> Tchaikovsky's <It's> fault.
3: Tchaikovsky,
0: <laughs> you, you didn't all
1: your do fault. It. Well, yeah.
3: But do you think, Sonia, that you can grow to love classical music?
1: Of course. I mean, how can you hate classical music? That's the question.
3: Most of the people say that since they don't understand classical music, uh, you know, they don't actually go and listen to, the, to classical music because there is no point on listening to classical music if you can not understand it so maybe they just listen to it once or they go to for example the theater once and they say no i cannot understand that and then they go back
0: to Rammstein. they think actually they think that is boring not, Yes, i mean that it's boring it's not exactly. eight but i don't know because i cannot classify myself in a music genre i'm used to listen to different types, okay? So, for example, I can listen to pop music, but also country, or sometimes also jazz, or blues, or also rock. If you are open to different types of music, maybe you can easily appreciate also classical music. But if you are strict in only one type, it's difficult to go out of this and to appreciate other types. I don't know, maybe it's related to this, and also to the fact that we are used to, for example, I'm used to listen to songs, so music and words we were talking about opera but just talk about music like classical music so just only instrument you have to really to focus Mm -hmm. because um, I can appreciate uh, but I need time like to relax with a song it is different yeah because
3: you have the lyrics in a song so you can in understanding the lyrics you understand what the singer wants you to to feel or to understand and in classical music maybe it's more like feeling something not understanding understanding something exactly. as we were saying before I
0: think
1: ja, yeah. just uh, to clarify that actually beside opera there are also singing genres in classical music yeah. like uh, German leader uh, Russian romance yes of course there are short forms Mm -hmm. small forms of classical music with words i understand what you mean actually but i believe that still it's a question it's a matter of habit and if you start with something for example mozart maybe it will be something better they say (laughs) but you don't have to concentrate actually always Mm. just put some music when you walk back home put some schubert i don't know put some mozart and then you probably will start to feel that it becomes more and more familiar to you. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the question of uh, habit, yes.
0: Just yeah, I mean, I was talking about be open, but you need to have this, I think, this education from the beginning. Education to be open to different type of music as well. But then there is also your taste.
3: Yeah, that's for sure. If mm-hmm. you don't like something, then so, you don't like okay. that something. That's obvious.
0: But I'm interested in making this experiment. I would like to listen to classical music. Also because I had a discussion with Sebastian. He listened to different types of music Mm -hmm. and also classical music.
1: Techno, you told.
0: Yeah, only instrument music. I'm not used to this, as I said. So we were talking about music and he put some music with only instrument. And he was talking with me about this, like, uh, you can appreciate just music. I appreciated some of uh, this music he showed me. So I said, you know what, maybe I should be more open. Each type of music can give you different feelings, different emotions. You can feel really relaxed. So yes, I would like to start to be more open to classical music, but only instrument music, I would say.
1: You know what, I have just thought maybe sometimes we are afraid that we are not educated enough. I'm afraid to go to the museum of mm-hmm. uh, contemporary art because I don't understand it. And I'm afraid that I will feel stupid. And probably that that's the thought that there is art that we deserve to have and there is art we do not deserve to have mm. we have to be some special people no but we do not live in uh, you know class, class society how to say this I mean classic society yeah, yeah yeah I mean we are not slaves anymore <laughs> well, well. because yes as we've been talking before the start of the recording probably two centuries ago none of us could afford going to opera because yeah. I don't think that I come from a noble uh, me neither no. yeah, nope. I'm too
0: dark No. Nope. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have too much uh, you know bucolic face.
2: Bucolic.
1: You're a peasant. So. I am a peasant. Oh, okay. Hey, look we at are all look, look at my hands.
3: Hi, hand. Peasant hands. Look at my just air.
1: Just everywhere m- for working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like
3: yeah. And uh, now imagine.
1: So, yeah. so yes, I think it's just an old belief that is still in our mm-hmm. mind.
3: Mm-hmm. But now, uh, at least in Italy, they have these kind of programs for high schools and they have this kind of partnership with uh, theaters. Classes can go to the, not the opening night of the opera, but the day before when they are just performing for the last time as a rehearsal, mm-hmm. so yeah. the final rehearsal. So even people like 15 or 16 can go and see opera or a concert or a ballet, That's for good.
1: But again, coming to the question of education, probably young people need some preparation yes. for it. But you they know, do. I've just said young people and I realized that Benjamin Britten, one of a uh, few English composers, because England is actually famous of not having good composers. Yeah, they I have mean, a
3: theater, lot. but they don't
1: have no. the music. And he actually, based on um, one of the Baroque things, he in the 20th century, he has written Young Person's Guide to the Orchestra. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think now theater is trying to be more open, yes, as well. And young people have to be prepared to the fact that it's not that serious. And that yeah. classical academic composers also have a sense of humor. Can I have show you another example? of? Please. Uh, that's a piece of uh, my favorite composer Gustav Mahler. As I've said, he lived uh, in 1860-1911, mm-hmm. and he was the last one of uh, late Romantic composers. Oh. Yeah, and his music was the beginning of modern music era. I mean, it was a transition. Yes, he, although he was not super optimistic person, and usually he touched the topic of life and existentialist
3: decadence
1: kind of, yes, and the world well Not that optimistic Yes, so. yes, yes, but still he had a very good sense of humor. Uh, in the first symphony that he wrote, in the third part he inserted a melody of a famous um, folk song of 18th century, French one Frère Jacques, in German it was Frère Jacques, Frère mm-hmm. Jacques But that he one. did it in minor Yes uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah but, 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 why? but why? Because he was actually depicting an old gravure showing the few funerals how animals are burying an old hunter and they okay. are like, i mean animals cannot be unhappy because of the death of hunter yeah. so it's a mockery you know oh yeah and then the music uh, drastically changes into this bacchanalia yeah. uh, mood <laughs>
3: So at first it was ca- some kind of a funeral, so if it was, was gloomy.
1: This, you know, and this yeah. mockery funeral. Yeah,
3: and, and the then it was really dark.
1: And then it epic. starts with a circus, yeah. like a Jewish circus. I Jewish, I like because it. Mahler was a Jew. So I don't know how to feel now. But you see, it. you get the joke. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're like oh my God, man! Even if you don't know. Yeah, the sense you feel the, yeah, <laughs> that. Yeah,
3: we do feel that. <laughs> yeah, you can
1: enjoy it, and you can yeah. like, you can actually find a lot of jokes like this in classical music. You have to get rid of this attitude to classical music as towards something serious.
3: I think we are in a some kind of bubble. We live in this kind of environment that says to us, "No, you cannot listen to classical music because classical music is only for elite people." You know, so for kings, queen, emperors, duchess,
0: and whatever, and with specific knowledge.
3: Yes, exactly. And dressed fancy with jewels and feathers on their head and cats. I don't, I, I don't know. Cats?
1: I d- cats on their head. <laughs> oh, that's <Yeah>. something.
3: <laughs> I don't know something. When you, for example, they always air live the um, opening night of La Scala theater in yeah. Milan every night, na- every every year. And so you see, they're walking in these people of great heritage with long dresses ish. and jewels and bow ties. I don't know, all those kind of stuff. And then you're just home in your pajamas, eating flannel
0: pajamas. <laughs> flannel pajamas, yeah. <laughs> That's eating much better sheets. than bow ties. <laughs>
3: yeah. And chocolate and being like. Yes. No, I won't go there because I would feel like completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And this is, c- this I is believe. Image. Yeah. But I believe this is kind of a thing that we have to get rid of.
0: Yeah, I agree.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You deserve it. I mean, you deserve to listen to classical music because it's it also very different. Mm. I mean, it's not like classical music and there is one pa 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 even though it's brilliant pa 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 I mean, it was Beethoven. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, th- it's not like something about suffering, as I've told you in the beginning. It's so various, and you can find. I mean, it doesn't mean that you have to like all the composers. So you don't don't have to like all the music. There, there are also examples of academical classical, serious music that are created, cr- being created now or in the 20th century, and they are absolutely different. I mean, if you want, I can give you to listen.
3: Just give us a list, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> really. A list. Now I'm a li- just a list of things. Ah. Like for example, if you want to start listening to classical music, which one, which composer you have to pick first, and which um, work of that composer?
1: Well, that's a, that's a difficult question uh, because it depends also on uh, I think on your mood. Well, you can listen to Wagner if mm-hmm. you are not. Afraid of his uh, connection with Nazi? I mean, Nazi, uh, Nazi, yeah, yeah, but Nazi, Uh. Nazi just uh, uh, appropriated his music, kind of. But you also can start, for example, with listening to Mare, Mare, or other
0: Baroque. I want to listen to this because I I try uh, now, and I mean, I'm full of joy after. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can listen to to Baroque music. Baroque music is light. I mean,
1: yes, Mm. sometimes it is. If it's Bach. (laughs) <laughs> but I really like Bach. But if it's from something French or Lully, for example, mm-hmm. R- Rameau as well. Jean-Philippe Rameau.
0: You know that you're going to write yeah. all these names? Of course, mm-hmm. I can. i, have I to know.
3: write down all of yeah. these, actually, because I've, I've never heard of these people before. Yeah. So and I that's a pity, actually, because now we are listening. I mean, we always listen to some classical music when we are at the airport, for example. There is, like, a coin that airs there Mm -hmm. or in the supermarket. But we don't know who those works are by, what those works are, why were their composer when, and blah, blah, blah. We just listen passively to that music.
0: Also, because classical music is not spread as much as pop and other gen.
1: Mm -hmm. Of course. Because it takes more education, as we said, and yeah. more training yeah. to perform it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think, maybe you can listen to, for example, Ravel's Bolero. It's, a, it's one I've piece. heard
3: of that. I don't know why, yeah. but it's not new.
1: It's uh, 13, 15 minutes with the same uh, rhythm in the bass and with different instruments playing the same theme and then with variations. It actually was written for Ida Rubinstein. Yes, you can listen to dances of uh, Johann Strauss. Italians, Italians. For example, Verdi. Mm-hmm. I, li- I really like the lib- librettos, the plots of uh, Verdi's operas, hmm. because they are usually with a uh, some and, historical
3: and meaning. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but they end with uh, very badly.
3: Yeah, tragic. They're tragic, r- yeah. Rigoletto. Yeah, li- listen to
1: Rigoletto. Oh, l- can we listen a little bit? Too?
3: Yeah, sure. Just listen to Rigoletto <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> to show you the one Soviet song.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go.
1: Vivaldi.
3: What Uh, about Vivaldi, Sonia? uh,
1: Yes, you can listen to Vivaldi also because his music is really easy to listen Mm -hmm. for the fact that he worked in... um, school for girls Mm -hmm. and he was composing music that was easy to perform and that's why he has a lot of concerts concerti that are similar (laughs) all in one (laughs) but it's really easy to listen to sometimes you if you want to work it helps you concentrate oh really okay yeah yeah I need something like this. Sometimes. And also minimalist music of 20th century helps you concentrate as well.
3: That one w- you showed me yesterday, that kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Philip Glass, uh, Michael Nyman, those names. Okay. But about uh, conductors, yes. Uh, actually, there is no one best conductor for every piece. For example, Bernstein was uh, really good in uh, 80s, 70s, 80s. Sixties. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also, Gerbert Karajan, If you want to listen to some solemn, um, listen to Karajan perform performing Mahler or Wagner or Beethoven.
3: Because now I'm like I'm um, have a list on YouTube here, and I see a conductor named Gustavo Dudamel. Gustavo,
1: yeah, he's like the most I think the the youngest now, Gustavo yeah? Dudamel. Yes, really? Yeah, and they have really good uh, musicians in Venezuela.
3: Hmm. Okay. And how does a Conduct. I mean, has he ah. the power to change? But
1: have you ever seen this magic stick in his hand? <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I mean,
3: I've always seen the magic stick on the end of. the conductor, but, but how do they do that? I mean, thank
1: you for this <laughs> question
0: because it's something that I always. Yeah, wonder. it's a good question. Uh, Gergiev doesn't
1: use this uh, stick baton. Uh-huh, he doesn't use, baton. He uses the toothpick.
0: Never mm. understood how they can conduct actually. Okay, I mean, so. Is, What is the, you know, link, Mm -hmm. how to to call it? Uh, Yeah, I try to... to Feel rouge, that link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they obviously have
1: rehearsals before. If it's a good theater, if it's a good orchestra and responsible conductor, they have a lot of time to rehearse. That's their work, that's their job. Then he has the whole parts Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. um, musicians, of orchestra sections.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he
1: knows. And imagine, yes, during the rehearsals, he has to show the musician in one corner that he has to be in a dialogue, for example, with uh, someone from another corner. Jeez. And, I mean, imagine this melody, it has to stand out, stand up. I mean, that's how this fabric of music is created. So it doesn't sound all the same. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it has some dimension, you yeah. see like uh, and during the performance he will first of all he holds the rhythm mm-hmm. but then he also has to inspire
0: mm.
1: right and uh,
0: movements we make
1: yes with movements um, you know it's just not random movements actually yeah. with the right <laughs> oh, hand I'm he sure. he yeah. shows the rhythm
0: wow Ah, okay.
1: Because there are uh, specific moves. Um, like flat, flat heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moves, like moves uh, for all, all different uh, kinds of wow. tempo. Mm. Yeah. And he has to show, he can, with his eyes, he can show up one particular musician to do something. Mm. Yeah,
3: I had a flatmate once. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays the bassoon mm-hmm. in an orchestra. And I asked her the same question I asked you about conductors. And she said that the conductor has the power to change how uh, music is performed by the orchestra. Yeah, And I just cannot understand that. But then I thought about theater. Because you can actually read a theater tra- tragedy, for example, and you can perform it as you feel it. Like, for example, you feel that that pre- specific sentence has to be performed with a higher pitch or... Uh, more joyful or f- for example in a sad way and I thought that maybe the conductor does the same way something similar to that but I don't know if uh, maybe I'm ju- it's just my brain um, overworking
1: yes conductor is actually um, the main artist I'm sorry if I s- find no, someone I can but yeah, yeah, in, in, in this um, interpretation part he's the main figure who decides how it will sound And then there is a machine called orchestra with people Mm -hmm. who have to perform in the way that he tries to, you know, explain. Yes, so it's his interpretation that is important. So that's why there are so few good conductors. And Dudamel is one of the best now because he's also very emotional and temperament.
3: But we had a conductor, like a very famous conductor in Italy called Riccardo Muti. Yes. What about him? What do you think of him?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, if he's famous, then he's good. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> And no. I wanted to ask you about another thing about an Italian guy, Paganini. We have this kind of saying in Italy. And we have this saying in uh, Italian that that goes something like this. Paganini
1: does not repeat. Ah, so it's and not possible to repeat. P- no. Ah, he himself
3: because does. Because the legend goes that, I don't know if it's true or not, the legend point. goes that Paganini didn't write the music, Uh so his music could be performed just once because the next time he was uh, going to perform that music, it would have been different by some notes or by something. So Paganini's music was not the same every time he performed, but I don't know if that's true or not. Because he
0: changed it
3: every time? No, because he didn't write it. So he could change something? Yeah. but like I don't know if it's true. Live, like yeah, that the you, live. Okay. Yeah,
0: but I don't know if it's true or I not. I don't know. I just know the name. I'm sorry. I don't know his story. I mean, artists can mm. have this kind of behavior, so I wouldn't be surprised by this actually. Well, if you are a good uh, musician with perfect pitch and
1: perfect mind, brain, brilliant ideas, then you can improvise, yes, mm-hmm. because uh, also because of the rules. So.
3: Oh, no, no. It's no. like uh, he liked to improvise when he was playing. And so sometimes he hurt his uh, fingers, his fingertips. So once he was in this theater in Teatro Carignano in Torino, and the king asked him to play against something he played before, but he had hard his fingers so he couldn't repeat what he actually played before and that was the saying Paganino Ripeta. so now we have the... Ah, the full story now. From, no. from yeah. that
0: moment, the legend
1: spread. Yeah, Paganini is actually famous for his shows during the recordings. Also because he was performing during the times of virtuosi. So in the 19th century, this movement was really spreading all over Europe. He was one of the virtuosos. So the faster, the better, the louder, the better. So sometimes um, strings would blow, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah break. break, and he would continue playing. Oh. Uh, also, Ferenc Liszt was a virtuoso. Yeah? Yeah, Ferenc Liszt was a uh, Hungarian.
3: Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Liszt was Austrian or Hungarian? Because it's an Hungarian name, Ferenc Liszt is yeah, Hungarian. Well,
1: well, well, he was Hungarian also because he used Hungarian motifs. And you, he, oh. uh, there is one special uh, scale called Hungarian scale. Mm-hmm. And he used the scale oh. in his uh, etudes, in his pieces mm-hmm. for piano.
3: Question before wrapping up Is there some composer you don't like or like less than
1: others? <laughs> well, uh, as a person.
3: <laughs> well, well, as a person, also.
1: Yeah. Bruckner. He was really Christian. I was. He. Blah.
3: It was blah. (laughs) Okay, it was blah. (laughs) Let us know, listeners, if for you this
1: Bruckner was blah as well. So, (laughs) thank you, Sonia. I want to finish with uh, the last recommendation. From Russian composers of 20th century, I recommend you to listen to Valery Gavrilin, who was uh, really good in depiction of a Russian character in mm-hmm. the music but only only russian <laughs> because in 1982 he wrote the music for ballet anuta and there is one piece called tarantella
3: So, thank you, Sonia, again, for your contribution today.
0: Yeah, thank you. It was really interesting. Yeah. And
1: I hope now you're inspired to listen to yes, more we classical are. music.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Dear listeners, see you
3: next week with another cultural program. Goodbye. Goodbye.